in order to get more people watching your stories, you have to have physical engagement. So people just like watching your stories and tapping through them. That's not enough. They have to, when they DM you, that is the highest rated form of engagement. Welcome, everybody, to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. You are in for a really big treat today. Lori and I are sitting down with our good friend, Shalene Johnson. Shalene is the marketing expert and social media expert, host of The Shalene Show, which is one of the biggest podcasts in the world, literally, host of Build Your Tribe, which is a podcast about business and making money. Like, Shalene is everywhere. But when you think of her, you think of social media because her and her son, Brock, are social media experts that teach everything about social media. Well, we were talking the other day and we said, people are struggling to reach people right now. Would you ever come on the show and share some of your social media secrets, like the good ones, like the hacks that actually work, not the generic stuff? And she said, I will, but only if you let me also do a follow-up webinar with you guys, because on the podcast, I can only teach so much, but on a webinar, I can actually show examples, like real examples, real data. Here's what to do. Here's what not to do in pictures and in charts and in processes. We're like, done deal. So consider this podcast a very informational teaser. Now, by teaser, I don't mean like we're skimming over stuff. We're sharing secrets. But this is just the beginning. It's going to be followed up by a webinar, totally free to you. We're bonding together to help move the needle for you. So when you're done listening to this, I want you to go to lauriharder.com forward slash impact because this is all about making impact right now. Go to lauriharder.com forward slash impact at the end of this podcast. That's how you're going to be able to get the information on the free webinar that Lori, Shalene, and I are doing together on the real, the real social media hacks, what to do, what not to do. Anyhow, we're stepping it up. We're trying to serve in a bigger way. This is an example of it. So enjoy the show. Shalene, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm excited. I'm so excited to be here. And for everyone that can't see Shalene right now, you guys, she, looks she amazing. is like my hair muse. <laughs> like truly, I whenever I scroll to your page, I'm like, God, how oh does she gosh. have such great hair? That's so funny. I, I had the same hairstyle for like 15 years and I watched a TikTok video of this girl that gave herself the wolf cut. And I'm like, 
I could do that. So I literally watched the video and cut my hair. And now it's, you know, it's just funny. Everyone's like, what did you do to your hair? I'm like, I just watched a TikTok video. You could do it too. Oh my so God. So not only is she my hair muse, but she is also our social media muse. Truly, I want to <laughs> tell you that when I am about to go do content days, I look at your stuff. I look at your oh, son's wow. stuff because it just helps me and reminds me like, okay, what's working? What are people yeah. interested in? Sure. So this is really exciting and timely, not only for our audience, but also for me, because a goal of mine this year is to totally up Blow my up. social media. Yeah. Game. Both wow. So we're both very excited about this podcast. So you could say this, this podcast is kind of selfish because kind of we just wanted to pick your brain up and we figured, ah, we'll share it with everybody. But it's the main- When you say you want your social media to blow up, now I, I need to know, what does that mean for you? I would love to approach a million followers, but, okay. you know, in a really organic, engaged way. Okay. I would love to grow. <laughs> <laughs> followers? I would love to grow followers, but I would love a very engaged community. That's that's more important to me that I get a lot of engagement and interest. And Chris, how many followers do you have currently? 265,000. 265,000. And do you know what percentage of them are watching your content, like seeing your posts and watching your stories percentage-wise? I'd have to go into my insights and take a look, but it's always disappointing. (laughs) Okay. Well, so that's the first thing I want to start with to just jump the gun here is say, Lori, I'm kind of more excited about the idea that you want to be more engaged with your followers. My personal objective is I don't need to have even one more new follower. I need to know the people who have already followed me and make sure I'm because they've been sticking around like I've got to make sure they know who I am and that I'm here to serve them. Mm. And I've got to figure out a better way to do that. And it's kind of like, you know, it's easier to take care of an existing customer than it is to get a new one. Mm -hmm. So So I think I'd like to tell most people, instead of focusing on like a number of new followers you get, like, what can you do to really serve the people who are already following you? Because in the process, you're going to grow your following. That is so good. It's a basic math problem. Instead of, okay, so consider me reframed. Here's why. Okay. Instead of saying, oh, I've got to grow this number to reach more people, I could concentrate on just reaching more people that are within the number because there's such a huge gap that doesn't see it today. That's right. And I'm sure you've noticed when you scroll, let me know if this is true for you, especially in the last probably two or three months. When you're scrolling your feed, you're like, wait, who is this? When did I follow yeah. them? Yeah. So Instagram with their algorithm, especially with Instagram recently, they're trying to serve you up people who you already follow and you haven't seen their content mm. in a long time to see how have you just forgotten about them and trying to make those connections for us because they want to spread their tentacles, right? And so that is a real advantage for those of us who we have followers and we know when they're not seeing our content. Most of us, our objective is to follow fewer people is to consume less social media. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. That's true. So we're fighting this fight where, hey, I want more followers, but everybody else is saying, I want to follow less people. Right. So it's almost like a a fool's mission. Right. In my personal life, I have the motto of Drake, which is no new friends, no new friends, no new friends. And I say that not because I'm antisocial, but because I feel, and I don't feel like I am a good enough friend to the people who I absolutely love and adore and who are already in my life. So like, why don't I work on being better for them before I start spreading myself thinner? And I kind of, in the last year, decided to apply that principle to my own social media following. And now my son and I both teach Mm -hmm. social media. We do this together. And so a year ago, we decided to take on completely different objectives. His goal 
was to grow by a thousand people a week minimum. And he's far surpassed that goal. My goal was to re-engage my existing followers and not to worry about growing even by one. Mm. And I will have to say, this has been my best year of sales on Instagram without paid advertising than any other time in my past, because it takes a lot to be intentional. And with the advent of reels and like really simple, simple content, it's so easy to post like a 30 second reel that you're like, all right, I posted today versus when you're like, I intentionally want to figure out who's following me and how I can help them. God, this is so good because here's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show today. As you know, I've got a business following on the podcast and Mm -hmm. I've got a business following on Instagram and I've got a business following in the mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. From Mm -hmm. all three of those platforms, I'm hearing a common theme lately. And that is everything I used to sell pretty easily is having a hard time selling now. Or customers that used to say yes are saying no now. Or mm. I've never gotten so many price objections on things that I used to not get price objections on. So I feel like we're facing a lot of uncertainty in the economy. You know, people are, it's harder to earn a sale from them, let's say. And so mm-hmm. the knee-jerk reaction has been, well, if I can increase the number of people that have eyeballs on me, then that'll automatically result in more sales. But I like the direction you're going. And that is, let's just serve the people who do have eyeballs on you more. And then that'll create more sales. Well, you talk about economics a lot in the state that we're in currently. Mm -hmm. If you look at social media, we are by definition in a recession. There's an abundance of supply. There's incredibly diminished demand. Most of us Mm -hmm. are following 500 to 1,000 people or more, but we only want to watch five to eight. Yeah. That's a very, very small percentage. Mm-hmm. Most of us have an objective to, to spend less time on our screens, to consume less social media, to be more intentional about it. So it's like we want less, but yet there's more people on social media and they're posting more often. There's stories and there's feed posts and your mom has an Instagram and, you know, your dog has an Instagram and certainly <laughs> your, you know, not yet born baby has an Instagram. Like everybody <laughs> has a TikTok, like, and it's become so much that we feel like I hear from people every day who are like, I think I have ADHD. I'm like, I think you probably just have too many notifications open on your phone. Like yeah. just because you're <laughs> distracted doesn't mean you have ADHD. It, it's We have like social media induced ADHD because we are so just pulled in a million different directions. So when there is a recession in the economy, right? How does a business stand out? A business stands out by going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. by really pouring into their existing customers and also by differentiating. God, it's such a good analogy, linking a recession in social media to a, a recession in the economy mm-hmm. and the behavior of how you behave when you're facing a recession is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People start to pinch their pennies and what people are pinching now is their time. That's why entrepreneurs are having a much harder time getting people to show up on their webinars. They're getting a much harder time to get open rates on their emails because our time is just being sucked away from us. And so and we're very, very aware of that. So we're being very intentional about where we spend that most valuable yeah. resource. Okay. So just from the top, if we're starting out and we're starting to make some goals, is that where we would want to start is what is our actual goal? Should we even think of growth right now? Or should the goal be to really start showing up, like set the goal of getting more engagement. And how do do we measure it? What are we measuring? Yeah. Yeah. I I think the first thing to do is if you have a hundred followers, I mean, that's a pretty nice 
goal to start with is like, if I at least have a hundred followers, <laughs> if I am focusing on adding value to those people, I'm automatically going to grow my following. That's I think true. what we do when people try to focus on just growth, then they automatically just by default go for, I, I need to create a viral piece of content mm. and I, I've got to get that big bang. And when you do that, you end up selling out, you end up <coughs> producing content that doesn't serve your niche and mm. doesn't have the person who's already following you in mind. So if, if I'm going to back it all the way up, I would say the very first thing you have to do is ask yourself, who do I want to serve? What's the problem that they have? And what type of content would they want to show up for every day? Yeah, this is so interesting because when I was first, I think we all are from year to year or especially in the beginning of anyone who's growing, trying to figure out your identity on social media. Yes, I know. Yeah. Like that was a really big thing for me going, okay, because there were some things that I knew if I posted, I knew I would get more likes or whatever that looks like, more follows, whatever. But it wasn't serving the ultimate goal that I wanted. And that was to sell more of what we were doing and really create that community around business or, you know, what essentially the programs that we were launching. Can we talk about that for a minute? Like letting go of kind of going for those quick hits? Do we mm-hmm. totally avoid them? You mm-hmm. know, do we try to keep our identity all in one? What does that look mm. like? That's a really great question. So the first thing I have to make is a distinction that very few people who teach social media do. And I think it's important to state is if you already have enough followers, which Chris, you do, Lori, both of you have enough followers to be set for the rest of your lives. Mm. You know, if you can just get them to pay attention, you don't need any more followers. But for someone who's listening, who doesn't have a sizable following, then your goal is to attract people who are looking for your type of content, right? Mm. And so the very first thing you have to recognize is that don't do the things that someone with a big account has. Mm. I can get away with all kinds of stuff because I'm not trying to grow my following. If I were starting today and I only had like two or 300 followers and I need to grow my following, I would be very intentional about niching down my content. Someone who has a sizable following, I can post about random things and I'm not going to lose followers. I'm also probably not going to gain any followers. Mm -hmm. But if you are somebody who doesn't have a sizable following and you aren't yet known for one thing and I stumble upon your content, This is what it looks like. I stumble upon your content. You've just posted a really funny viral reel that makes fun of the fact that your husband is a mouth breather. And I think, (laughs) oh, that's so funny. And so then I want to go back to your account and see if there, is there more funny content making fun of a husband? I'm looking for more funny content. (laughs) And I go back to it and there's a a picture of you doing a boomerang with your girlfriends. How does that serve me? It doesn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then there's a reel about, you know, you on your vacation. How does that serve me? It doesn't. And then there's a a post of you and your dog and how cute your dog is. And I think to myself, I have a limited amount of time. This Mm -hmm. is all really cute, but I don't have time and I'm not going to follow you. And I also don't know what, what do you stand for? Mm -hmm. Right. So if we don't niche down, which you don't have to, but if you don't, you'll never be known for something and no one then needs to follow your account that you're not serving any purpose for them. Mm-hmm. Dang, this makes so much sense. You know, you opened by saying you and Brock made separate goals. He wanted to grow by a thousand a week and he crushed yes. it and you wanted to stay the same and raise your engagement. And yes. obviously I'm friends with and follow both of you guys. And I've seen you guys take two very different actions. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's been very niche. Right? Only it's how to grow your Instagram social media growth. or yep. nothing. Yep. Instagram right. or nothing. 
And of course, you do all the things, ADHD, and then, you know, you and Brett hanging out. Life, and, yeah, all of it. Yeah. Outfits, so you yeah, guys are literally yeah. living what you're teaching right now. And yeah. it makes so much sense that if you're not at the number you want to be at yet, you got to give them a clear, identifiable reason to click follow. And that's because you're going to talk about one thing that they need over and over. That's right. Okay. That's right. And, you know, you, you have to speak to your potential customer. Like, and I know not everyone is on Instagram to monetize, but I think you get to a certain point where you're like, if I'm going to be spending all this time, it would be nice to make a few bucks, whether that's as an affiliate yeah. or offering my programs or selling something or, or even just recommending something or, or even just getting paid formally to, to produce reels, to create content, if you will. And so if that is your goal, then you have to understand there isn't one way to do this. It depends on what is your objective, right? So if your objective is to, to sell, you need people to sell to. If you don't have people to sell to, then you got to get people. And that was Brock's goal, you know? So yep. now he's got the following. Now you're going to see him. We just talked about this a couple of days ago. You're going to see him peppering in some more other topics that he's interested in. Mm. And I find that that's the hardest thing. As you mentioned, Lori, it's so hard to put yourself in a box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay. So then the question becomes, if talking about one thing and being known for one thing is what grows your audience, isn't that also what would re-engage them if the goal is to engage more people? Or can we get away with, here's our sheep -a doodles and then <laughs> here's us on a Saturday and here's a financial tip. So if the goal is to engage more people that who are already existing followers, then it's a matter of curiosity, then really understanding how to create a connection. And we connect with people who we see there's similar values. And that's where stories comes in. That's what once we have a following, the best place to create that connection is stories. And in mm -hmm. stories, we should be seeing everything about you. Okay. I want to know what you ate for breakfast. I want to know about your dog. I want to know where you grew up. I want to know what your favorite color is. I want to know where did you buy that? And can you send me the link? I want to know what you recommend. I want to know your personality. I want to know your values. Because when I feel like I really am connected to you, which only happens if there's some curiosity, mm -hmm. right? So our feed posts is where we create curiosity. Mm -hmm. It's where we attract people. So that's where it's really important if you're growing to stay on niche as hard as that is to do. Mm -hmm. But the good news is there are no rules when it comes to stories other than it's got to be can't miss content. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes good sense. We got to work on that. Yeah, we do. So you mentioned monetizing. <laughs> Could you yeah. give us some examples? You kind of jumped on some before, but to the person listening who's like, I need extra money right now. You know, economy is uncertain. I would love to entertain making money on social media. Could you give us some ideas? Like what should people be looking at in order to monetize mm. social media? Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you, you know, we have over 12,000 students who are constantly polling. So when I share an opinion, mm -hmm. it, it, it's more than an opinion. It's data-based because what works for me doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Like I need to help people understand like what is working for the masses. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you without any hesitation, it is only stories. You mm -hmm. can't sell on a feed post. Mm -hmm. You just can't. I mean, there's a very, very rare exception. So the link in your bio, that's all great. But like this, the sale happens in stories. And what most people are doing on stories is they're trying to sell versus just trying to create community and connect so that there's a level of trust there, right? So I want to get to a point on my stories where you're following, not because I'm going to tell you about the Marketing Impact Academy or the coaching that we do for entrepreneurs. You're following because you 
know if I recommend a lip gloss, you're like, I love that. What is it? I know you've already done your research. Or if I talk about a protein powder, you know, I've done my research. If I'm talking about skincare, you know, it meets my standards. So the only way to know that my standards meet your standards is, is if you really know a lot about me. So I have to post. It's important that we post like all the things and recommend things. There's nothing better than when you're like, oh, Thank God I don't have to do any research. I just saw on so-and-so stories, they recommended this restaurant. I just saw on so-and-so stories, this amazing dress that they got, you know, and it's super well-priced. And you're like, now I don't have to do the research. I can just click the link. Thank you. Like once you have a level of trust with someone, that person saves you time. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to use your stories to become a trusted recommender. Mm -hmm. Yep. The people who we teach to do this, crush with a capital C sales and never feel like they're selling. In fact, you would never know that they're selling Mm. because you're recommending. And I mean, and this is really easy to do if you're the kind of person who likes to help people out. Like if you can't help but tell the cashier at the grocery store about this amazing nail salon two doors down, or Mm. you call all your girlfriends or put them on a group thread and you're like, okay, I just discovered the best hairspray on the planet. Like whatever it is. If you're that kind of person, you love helping people and it should just be kind of everything. Mm, And sometimes that's just not just selling things. It might be like what you're doing that day, right? Like it's Mm. how I schedule my day. It's how I plan my work week. It's how we vacation. It's how we pack. It's like anything that kind of makes people's lives easier is a great thing to share in stories. Okay, so so many times when I'm looking at creating stories through the day. I'm like, oh, I'm in a hurry. And I I know they're going to ask for this link, but I don't remember where I got it. So, you know, I pass these things by, but meaning I don't upload so many things that I know would be valuable that I want to upload. But what I, if I can reframe it for myself and say, if I just took this little bit of time now, I can save myself so much time when I'm going to sell something, Mm -hmm. And also the impact in your sales will be so much better because you're always going to be trading time on something. So that's really helpful for me to remember. Lori, I'm so glad you said that because for most people who are listening or watching this, unless you have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers, you don't have to post a link. Mm-hmm. You can just say, DM me if you want the link. Because here's what happens with stories. In order to get more people watching your stories, you have to have physical engagement. So people just like watching your stories and tapping through them. That's not enough. They have to, when they DM you, that is the highest rated form of engagement. So if you can get someone to ask you a question, that's why a lot of times when I do my posts, I intentionally leave some of the information I know people have so that there's this curiosity because without curiosity, there's no conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. So I want people to ask a question. The question leads to a conversation. The conversation leads to a connection. Connections lead to commitment or sales. That is genius. This is so Mm -hmm. good. I feel like you're giving away so many secrets because Mm -hmm. I've always wondered how to get my stories up. My stories are only one to 2% of my audience. Okay. So it feels really anemic to me. Sure. And and I'm Mm -hmm. like, how do I get them up? How do I get them up? If I can get people to DM me, that's the highest rated move in the algorithm Mm -hmm. to expose your stories to more people, you're saying. First of all, that person will see your bubble, you know, your little circle will show up at the front. Mm-hmm. It's not that it will show up to more people. It won't show up to anyone unless they're already following you. Okay. So that's important for people to yep. know is that you will never get at the time that we're recording this, the way Instagram is set up. You won't reach new followers with your stories. You will reach your existing 
followers. And most of us watch stories before we watch any other content. So that's really the play. If you want to reach those 100 or 100,000 people that are following you, the play is how do I get them to see my stories? Mm -hmm. And Instagram has to believe that there's a connection. When it sees that there's a a conversation happening between these two people, that's a connection. And so that moves a little further up in, in one of the many different metrics that it looks at. That moves it ahead. The time in which you posted moves it ahead. Even what you've said in the video, if they in the past have interacted when you've, you know, showed a story about your dog. Yeah. And they interacted mm-hmm. last time they showed the story about your dog. They're probably going to, believe it or not, that, that, that piece is going to show up in the front of their circles that day. So it's, there's so many different metrics, but most importantly, it is how do we get people to act, physically tap, engage, or talk to us on our stories? This mm. makes so much sense because someone will DM me or I'll DM back, you know, a couple, they ask a question, I answer it, they ask, back, and all of a sudden I see their bubble at the top for the next couple of days. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. That's the way to get your bubble that's to right. show up at the top of more people who are already following you. That's right. And and I'm intentional about this every single day. So I every single day, if you watch my stories, I'm always asking questions of my audience that are easy for them to answer. So mm-hmm. like not what was your darkest childhood trauma? But I'll say, do you work out at, at the gym or at home or just in your head? You know what I mean? Like, so I'll ask a poll or I'll ask them to you know, to te- I'll ask a question and say, what one word would you use to describe your best friend? You know, they're just like simple things that get them to communicate with me that aren't self-serving. It's like, I'm really, I want to get to know you. I'm not selling any gym workouts or anything related to fitness, but I, I want to know who you are. I want to know what you do. I want you to know that even though I'm not selling those things, it's important to who I am. It's mm. part of how I stay mentally balanced and, and don't murder someone. <laughs> and, and I connect with people on that level. And when you're on stories, that's why they're watching. They just want to, they're either hate watching you, which is sometimes what we do when we're like, you know, I can't stand this person. So I want to watch her stories. <laughs> but more often than not, we're watching stories because it's like, I just, I just, do we connect? Like, do we have, do we have something in common? So the more <laughs> pieces you can show people, you're like, oh my God, we're, we're uh-huh. part of the same tribe. I'm, I'm not going to be self-conscious when Lori. I see you watching my stories. Is this What's a hate that? watch or a love watch? Yeah, right. Watch. <laughs> okay, okay. Before we jumped it, we're going to jump into a little bit of sales. And yes. I also know that we have something so amazing coming up because I, one of the things that I would love for people to know is that if they go to this thing we're about to talk about, which is a webinar that you're going to be going a little bit yeah. deeper on, if they go to this, I'm guessing that they're going to get more information on kind of like the pillars they should learn how to be posting on when, how do you stay on top of that consistency? Can you tell me a little bit about what's involved in that? But we can go. Yeah. Through. And one, one of the reasons why I suggested that we do that instead of just doing it on the podcast mm-hmm. is because I need to show people examples And it's very visual. Like I want to show you a template of what it can look like. I I do a a five story template that is a sale that does not feel like a sale. It will actually boost your engagement and it converts. It converts. And I'm going to show people like why links don't work, uh, why it's one of the worst metrics you can use when you are Mm -hmm. trying to sell. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these things, I've got to show people how to do this and how to make it fit for you versus just like, you know, giving a bunch of silly concepts. I want to give people templates. I love a template. (laughs) Again, selfishly, I'm like, okay, I have some stuff coming up, making sure this is okay, great. (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to add to that. Like the fact that you said, fine, I'll come on, I'll give some of the tips, but they're not going to truly understand it and be able to execute on it unless we like do a webinar together. So are you committed to doing a webinar? 
that just shows that you're mm-hmm. impact focused, right? The fact that you're like, well, I've got yeah. templates I got to show, I've got processes I got to show, and you can't really do that on a podcast. Right. And Why? I want people to see it other than my content, right? Because that doesn't help you. I want you to see what it looks like if you, or you're someone who does not like to go on camera. Mm-hmm. How do you sell? How do you sell on stories if you're like, I don't want to go on camera? One of the reasons why I like doing this in a webinar or workshop, whatever you want to call it, we're going to jump on Zoom together. Basically, I'll send people the link and they can, you know, join me on Zoom where you can actually see examples, mm-hmm. real life examples of people who don't have necessarily big followings, but they are getting huge conversions in terms of sales and people who don't want to go on camera. Cause a lot mm. of people are like, I don't look like you, Lori, or I don't feel comfortable. I hate my voice. And I, I want to show them a real life examples of how you do this. Cause there's so many different ways to creatively connect with people and you don't, it doesn't always have to be your face on camera. God, that's so mm-hmm. good. Cause it empowers everybody. It doesn't leave anyone behind. Yeah. Let me just like take a pause for a minute and say, we've known you for quite a while now. And you are truly about impact. You truly are about bringing everyone along, not just certain people along. And I just want to pay you a compliment for showing up the way you do after all these years consistently. And it's why you guys are successful is because you're the real deal. And that's just a great example of it. Well, thanks. It's fun. It's an obsession. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. Sometimes Brett's like, that guy did not ask for your advice. In, <laughs> I'm like, I know, but he could, he could really build a brand. Nobody needs you know? it. Well, it's because it. you really care. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop the webinar if people want to register for free because we're doing it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're all kind of bonding together to pay it forward. So I'm going to drop that link in a minute here. And then we want to ask you kind of a, a final question on setting people up for success. So the webinar, if you guys want to come to the free webinar where we're going to do a deep dive and Shalene's going to show you real graphics, real what to do, real what not to do, uh, how everybody can succeed, not just certain people, totally free. Go to laurieharder.com forward slash impact, because that's what you're all about, impact. (laughs) Go to laurieharder.com forward slash impact, totally free, no strings attached, and you're going to learn more that night than, than you can fathom. Can I give you a huge, huge, uh, I shared this with you guys once so you can tell me if it worked for you or not. I don't know the answer, but you called me and you're like, I don't know what's happened. I, we're not getting any story views. What is going on? I said, I got a hack for you. And this hack still works. I'm curious if it worked for you, but, and I'm going to share this with your listeners now because they've stayed with us this long. Let your stories completely expire. Then wait 24 hours without posting, which is kind of a nice little break. Your first story back needs to be a very simple poll, like cats or dogs, or are you going to have a good day? Yes or no? Like something so simple. And it is without question, anytime someone does this, they get almost double their normal story views. Yep. It works. It works. Perfectly. It totally (laughs) works. We need to do it again. I think I remember getting triple and it was, I think you had at the time you either said, I don't remember a poll, but you said like make it interesting and interactive. Oh, yes. So I did something interactive. I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking this is interesting. (laughs) Yeah. You you can't come back with something that like people are like, "Eh," you know, you got to come back with. So if you don't have anything interesting going on in your life, some people aren't that creative, then Mm -hmm. come up with a poll that people can't help but tap and answer. And it works like a charm. What I don't, I have to be honest and say, I don't know how often you can do that. Like mm. someone asked me just yesterday, can I do this like every week? I'm like, I don't know, but mm. try it. Why not? Who cares? Take a whole day off. That's something all of us should be doing anyways. 
That is so interesting. It makes me really think about even with like launch strategies, doing that right before. Oh, for sure. Then, oh, then yeah, going absolutely. Genius. We always do that. Oh, genius. Always. Okay. So last question for you. You're very impact focused, obviously, and you've got thousands and thousands of students. And sometimes you get to see behind the curtain at Instagram, right? Just because of what you've achieved and the relationships yep. you have. Should we, as everybody, as a society right now, facing uncertain economy, people blame algorithms, you name it. Should we have the attitude of, hey, it's a little tougher right now than it's been in the past? Or should we have the attitude of, there's always a way. Let's just learn what that way is and we can be just as successful as we always have. Well, gosh, you you know my answer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think, but there are two different types of people and and you know who you are. Like you are either that person who like throws up their hands and they're like, well, I knew this was going to happen. Are you the kind of person who's like, what? I'll figure. There's always opportunity. There's mm-hmm. always opportunity. And this is one of those times where I think if you look at it, because there is a social media recession, one of the easiest things to do is be real because the stuff that isn't working on Instagram or TikTok or any of those platforms anymore is the stuff that just feels so stupid and phony and like no one does this in real life. I just ripped a bunch of, and I make these kind of posts too, but I ripped so many trends that are on Instagram. I'm like, that is so dumb. No (laughs) one does that in real life. Like no one picks up their wife that way. No, you know, no one stands on the beach in a bikini with peace signs up above their head. Like no one does these things. Why are we like cheap? And, and, And that's not working. What is working today, if you look at especially, you know, like TikTok, Instagram, even YouTube, real because we're so desperate for it, because we're so sick of the fake filters, AI reproducing voices, and you know, like reels where you're, you're doing a lip sync. How am I going to connect with you? I don't even know your voice. Yeah. You pointing on the screen, that's really easy. But like, I don't know anything about you. I don't even know your voice. Mm-hmm. Like, so the good news is everyone knows how to be themselves. Yeah. And now it's being rewarded. That's mm-hmm. so good. That's so good. You just said there's two types of people, right? The people that throw their hands in the air and say, oh, well, not for yeah. me. And then there's the people who are like, there's a way I'm going to figure it out. If you're yeah. the second type of person, there's a way I'm going to figure it out. This is your chance. Go to yep. lauriharder.com forward slash impact because we're giving you that way. Like Shalene is nice enough to say, sure, I'll come on the show, but only if you do a webinar where we can teach mm-hmm. further. This is your chance to learn for free. So don't miss it. Be that second kind of person. Go to lauriharder.com forward slash impact. We're all going to hang out on this webinar together and learn. That'll be fun. Awesome. Thank you for doing this, you guys. I appreciate it. Literally our Thank pleasure. You. Always good to see you. So grateful for you. And we we can't wait. We need awesome. it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success. 